All right. Hi. Hello. Greetings. Salutations. Like, how do you say hello to the world when you're doing your introduction for your podcast? Like, yeah, you heard me right. I'm finally doing it. Praise Jesus. I have the most supportive online community. And over the years, my community has been telling me, Terry Carell, you better launch that podcast. Terry, you need to write that book. Terry, you need to have your own talk show, man. Like, what are you doing with your life? And for many, many years, I'll be very honest, I've just, I've literally run from it. And if you've been on my Instagram pages, anytime any member asks me to, you know, jump into the world of podcasting or book writing, you will literally see me use the emoji that's running away with the cloud behind it. And I'm going to tell you why. Um, the mind, especially when you start to overthink things, the mind can honestly, truly try to convince you to limit yourself. And, you know, it's a little bit of fear, a little bit of procrastination, a little bit of stepping into yet an unknown space, an unknown territory. What's this going to look like? The mind, again, will play tricks on you. So let me give you an idea of what the conversation with my mind sounded like. It tried to tell me, well, Terry, you know, ain't nobody got no time for podcasts. Everybody's doing vlogs. They like to see video. They like to see what the person looks like. And we know that this is not true because there are over 800,000 podcasts that are thriving in the space, right? So then my mind came back and said, well, yeah, well, if you know that there are so many podcasts in the space, you must know that you're probably going to get drowned out because there's so many others around you. What value can you possibly offer in a space that is already seemingly saturated? And then I kind of had to remind myself, but I am me. I am Terry Carell. And everything that I think and, you know, how I act and what makes me me down to my very fiber and DNA makes me different, which means that how I tell my stories and the persons I'm connected to and the persons who I interview are going to be different. And so if I've embraced my difference all these years, why not embrace it now? So then my mind came back to me and said, yeah, but Terry, you already had too much things, you know. So you're going to really add something else to your plate. And I thought about it long and hard and I said, yeah, this is interesting. As your brand expands and you step into new spaces, you now have to manage and monitor all of these brands. And I almost gave in, but then I said, you know what? If someone is to ask me, you know, in the next 10 to 15 years, TK, are you happy with everything you've done? I want to be able to tell that person emphatically, I am totally okay because I tried it, whether it failed, whether it succeeded, I can say that I at least gave it a go. And finally, my mind came and said, all right, we hear you, but you know, say, when it comes to podcasts and anything of this nature, you have to find a niche. You have to be in a category. You have to box yourself in. You have to have a particular type of person, drill it down. Who is your avatar? You know, who are you targeting? And by the way, what's going to be the name of your show? What kind of guests you're going to have on? Is this just to empower women or is this going to be gender specific? And let me tell you something. Those thoughts had me thinking for a long time whether this is something I really and truly wanted to do. But then I went back to my why. And I went back to who I am as a person. I have never boxed myself into anything. I've never tried to target or be appealing to any one particular type of person. I've just created content and honored my authenticity across the board. And people from as young as 13 to 74 have come along for the ride. 
persons who are stay-at-home moms and who are professionals, they come along for the ride. Those who are unemployed or new to the professional game and those who are veterans in the space have come along for the ride. So then my question is, do I have to limit myself? Does my podcast have to be limited? Do my interviewees have to be limited? I think not. I still probably have not come up with a category for my podcast, but I certainly have come up with a name. And the name that I'm going with is Redirection. And if those, for those of you who've been following me over a, a period of time and you know my journey, uh, then you will know why this means a lot to me. And it is my most powerful story and it is very redefining for me and my brand. For those of you who do not know me, um, I always wanted to be a veterinarian and I collected stray animals and, you know, I was working on animals from the time I was about five, six, seven, taking care of wounds. By the time I was about 10, I wrote to the Governor General, Sir Howard Cook, and I told him, yo, I'm going to be the best veterinarian in the world. I'm going to open up my own animal center. I'm going to take care of all the stray animals. And I give God thanks that I had a I had a mom and grandmother who raised me to believe in myself and what they did was they, they, they backed my dream. So if it was encyclopedias, if it was, um, you know, allowing me to keep the pig that I had, and I really did have a pig, guys. And if it was keeping the goat that I had, and yes, I did have a goat, guys. And I'm, no, I did not grow up on a farm. I live in Portmore, St. Catherine, a three-bedroom house, and I still don't know how I had like 26 animals all at one time. But watch the ride. I don't come from a place of privilege and I did not come from a family with money and so I always knew that I had to work hard if I wanted to get far in life and where education was concerned it was not an option and so I was successful in being one of two persons to get government scholarships to go to Cuba to study veterinary medicine and I'm like yeah you know I have all of my checklists done I am making it this is my career I went to Cuba studied it for six years did it in a language that wasn't my own textbook was in Spanish notebook in a Spanish your exams in a Spanish and I graduated and came home proud as a peahen went to the vet board, showed up with my papers, showed up with my documents. I am like, yes, Dr. Terry Carell Reed in the building. And they looked at me and said, uh, you didn't get the memo, eh? And I was like, what kind of memo? They said, oh, we're so sorry, man. We don't accredit veterinary medicine. We don't accredit students who study veterinary medicine in Cuba. Like, what? Crickets, tumbleweed, pin could have dropped on the floor. The ever, heavens opened up, the ground opened up. Just wanted the entire world to swallow me. And I, it felt like a huge kick to my gut. My mother looked at the gentleman and said, well, okay, this is fine. This is just a kink. So can she get another scholarship? Because guys, remember now, you know, you're coming back. And for those of us who've been to college, you come back and you just want to get our work. You want to start making your money, put your money in your pocket. And they were like, yeah, well, we can't guarantee that you get a, a scholarship. And since you've already benefited from a scholarship, chances are you wouldn't. So I was like, so what more for do now? Where, where do I go from here? And they said, well, you can apply to Trinidad and Tobago or you can go Alabama. And I remember my mommy's tears just running down her face because she's just like, I'm not in a position. We're not in a position. We have no money. We cannot think of even going out of the country for you to pursue your career. And I remember when we went out to the parking lot, um, I think it was the first time I felt failure. 
because all my life I was farm captain, house captain, school captain, deputy head girl, always a youth leader, student leader. You know, I was that kid. So they tell you to do everything right. You do everything right. And nobody ever prepares you for these moments in life when the door just slams in your face. And you're now realizing that you're no longer a student. You are now a young adult and this is what life looks like. And how do you even begin to internalize what this means? And I remember saying to my mommy, I have no idea what my life is going to look like now outside of everything that I've always drilled down and just defined by veterinary medicine. But I said, I will be okay. And over those, that was in 2007. And over the years, I have managed to jump into public relations and marketing and general management and media and online branding and everything else that comes my way simply because I just refused to keep that door shut. I refused to be defined by this one instance where this dream that I had was shattered. Does it mean that because that dream was shattered, it means that I'm done? Like, does it mean that I am just a failure and I can never rise above? Because that's kind of how people make you feel. Like, you don't get the grade, you don't get the dream, so you might as well just put up and shut up. But then you realize that you're so much more. You are so much deeper. You are so much more limitless. But if you don't take the opportunity to realize that for yourself, yo, dog, name your supper. So was I scared? Of course I was scared. I was now stepping into spaces that I was not qualified for. No certification, no formal education, no subjects for Christ's sake, no CV, no resume. How audacious must I be to think I deserve a seat at tables that were not created for me? And that is what I'm challenging everyone to do. You know, life now go work out all the time. And sometimes we kill off ourselves and we're depressed and we're anxious and we're fearful because we don't feel like we are where we're supposed to be in this particular point in time. Or we feel badly because our checklist now really check out the way we thought it would check out by the time we're 25. What I'm saying is we do not have control over any of that. Life is going to kick you in your ass and it's either you're going to sit up on the ground and you're going to complain all, the, all your life or you're going to tell life, all right, I'm feel the kick. I'm going to adjust. I'm going to adapt. I'm going to balance it out and I'm going to try something else. And that is what I had to do. Was it easy? No. And I will never sit here and I will never make anybody feel like this is just a bed of roses. No. It comes with a certain mindset. It comes with a certain attitude. And it comes with a certain approach. It also means sometimes you're going to start at the bottom of the rung. And you can't always enter spaces feeling entitled. Like you're going to make big money in a corner office, in a penthouse suite. It doesn't work that way. Sometimes you have to start at the bottom of the rung. And sometimes you earn as less as what I earned in my first job. 20 US dollars a week. I thought I was rich. I thought I was so happy. I was like, oh, mommy, I got money. But I didn't look at the money. I looked at what the opportunity was. I looked at what it is I could have learned in that space. And by the time I left that job, I was actually offered a bigger position. So why redirection? It is because it is all I really know. Outside of all the technical skills that I would pick up on this lifetime, what I come down to, what my core comes down to is how I've been able to manage this whole journey 
and how I've looked at my rejection as my redirection and how I've taken disappointment and dejection and I have still turned it into dreams that I never ever knew existed. So I know I'm not the only one who has experienced amazing things like this and yes, I call it amazing because I don't think people would know the Terry Carell if I had become the vet. Think about it. Would I be the person who you meet and talk to and have access to? Or would I be in some clinic working on some dog? So maybe the dream that I thought was for me is actually not the dream I was supposed to have. So hopefully I'll get some amazing interviewees who've been on similar journeys, who've gone through similar things with some amazing stories. So thanks for the support. Thank you for the love. Thank you for coming with me on this journey. This is now officially Redirection with Terry Carell Reed. <laughs>